are tenaciously being. My name is Rather. I'm your host. This is the place where we get to be real about this wild and crazy journey called life. We're going to talk about both the beautiful blessings and the cringy, crunchy, confusing parts of being human, all from a place of unconditional love. We get to create this life. We get to choose how to be in the world. It's time to disregard the shoulds and forge our own path. We've forgotten that this is our opportunity and possibly how to do it. Let's remember together how to simply, gloriously, courageously, and tenaciously be. Hello, hello, tenacious beings. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome, welcome back. It has been, um, I know that it's only been a couple of days for you probably, but it has been um, a couple of weeks since I have been able to sit down and record. And this, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. Um, I had an opportunity to drop my kids off uh, for a play date and set my phone on silent. See what time it is now that we're starting. All right, gonna try and keep it short and sweet. You know me, I like to just talk. I actually, um, to prepare for this because it's been so long, I just listened to the last episode, episode seven. This is gonna be episode eight. And um, I woke up this morning feeling, feeling fine this morning. And then um, it was one of those mornings where I allowed my phone to, you know, gain some of my attention and um, then kind of got annoyed by my kids. And, and then on my way to um, drop them off at my friends, um, I got annoyed by other stuff. And I was feeling, by the time I got to my friend's house, I was feeling super fiery. <laughs> and I've learned since then that um, I'm on day 15 of my cycle, which is about when the fieriness sets in. Um, I'm worn out on multiple levels for many reasons, as I know you are too. <laughs> um, and I've spent a lot of time in my head um, I've been solo parenting for a couple of days and it, it's not hard, um, for me anymore. It used to be pretty hard. I have great help around and I had, um, a, a longer period of, of time to myself than I've had in like a month, <laughs> at least I got to have during this solo parenting time. So um, not complaining about it, but that's just kind of where my head's at. And I am feeling fiery right now. And there's um, some of like my truths are bubbling up. And as I wanted to sit down um, to to record a, an episode here, um, looking through my notes, I was like, no, I've got all these big notes going on. <laughs> 
Um, I see this one little uh, outline here that's like, okay, talk about your story and then get your analogies out of the way, the bathtub analogy, talk about stress. And then the next arrow goes to things that are uncomfortable to talk about. Oh, boy, that's when recording a podcast with these intentions gets crunchy. <laughs> because ah, it says right in this sentence, things that are uncomfortable to talk about. <laughs> it is not comfortable to talk about some of the stuff that I'm fired up about right now. And um, when I dropped my kids off, I kind of had a chance to vent some of these frustrations out to my friend. And I kind of laughed at one point and I was like, damn, I'm on, I'm, I'm, I'm fiery right now. And she's like, yeah, you are. It's awesome. I was like, really? Because my plan was to go home and record a podcast, but I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm a little too fiery for that. She's like, nah, do it. I was like, all right. So here I am. <laughs> I've calmed myself down. I've done some grounding practices. I've drank a bunch of water. Um, I'm, I've listened to that other episode and I kind of know where I'm at with my thoughts and, and uh, I've made some notes here and, um, I, I know, um, I know that even though I get scared that I'm not, I know that I'm coming from a place of love <laughs> because it's so 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 ingrained in the way that I present myself in general now which could be some programming like I'm not going to deny that that is some of this programming that we are here to question and so this this like desire to come with love and to be in, um, embracing and to be um, gentle um, and received is 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 it's it's met with the paradoxical discomfort of the fear of being like shot down and really pissing you off and um you know yeah making you mad and like i'm i'm probably hopefully gonna say some stuff that questions your reality because that's where i'm at right now i'm I, I'm, I'm ready to like come clean with a lot of my thoughts on things in the world right now. And um, maybe not all of them because I don't necessarily have, you know, solidified thoughts about some of the things in the world, but um, a lot of the things I do. And um, as I was looking for, um, I take notes. I'm a note taker, <laughs> random side note. Um, Side note, as I'm sitting here with two notebooks in front of me and one of them I ran into, I was looking for some notes on something else because I know I took them, but I didn't run into those notes. I did run into, however, some other notes that were taken back in 2017. Oh, no, 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 these weren't from 2017. March 17th, probably 2021, yeah, 21. So, post apocalyptic event that we've been through. <laughs> I'm not even a fan of using the language that's around all this stuff. Um, but anyway, I saw this thing here about distilled wisdom. And so 
this is coming from, um, I was listening somewhere along the line to Elle McPherson. Um, her wellness company is called Wellco. Um, and she is talking about how important distilled wisdom is. And that's to do some research, to understand on your own account, do some research, use some discernment, right? Like, does this make sense to you? Does it, does it like connect in your own head and like in your own world? And then apply your experience and like really look at your experience and what that feels like in the world, that kind of thing. And that would be distilled wisdom. And when we apply our experience in the world and when we actually kind of start piecing these, these things together, that's when it truly does become like wisdom and, and not just like dogma. Does that make sense? I, um, yeah. And then we will continue to refine that. Like some of the wisest people in our historical context, they say you can find quotes that, that, you know, you can find people that like, um, what's the word, uh, not discredit, but like that they, they go against what they've said already, like that change their minds about things, you know, I mean, that, that is actually literally like, like what the scientific process is all about is like proving things wrong and discovering newness, you know, it's not set out to just be believed like that's what science is all about is disproving stuff <laughs> that's why we apply science to things anyway we'll get into that maybe today i don't know um but there's the thing that's happened this is these are some my notes from this conversation with Elle mcpherson um and again i don't i have no idea which podcast i was listening to could have been the health freedom for humanity one um but she says, unfortunately, what's happened in our world is this homogenized thinking. So we've all been kind of trained. Um, I would go so far as to say manipulated and programmed into thinking the same way. And then being triggered in this fear response if we are, if you're met with somebody who thinks differently than you. And it becomes a threat. It becomes a threat to your nervous system. It becomes a threat to your being. And so you respond from this fear response. Remember red zone, green zone, red zone, green zone. You're responding from your red zone, which is like, ah! you know, it's like nobody's trying to attack you. They're just sharing their thoughts. And, and those thoughts clearly, you know, trigger is such another like overused word right now, but they, you know, they stimulated this like thought pattern that you've grown into having um whether it's just a response to like somebody slamming a door or or saying something oh, i have something tickling me a hair likely it's always a hair <laughs> side note um but we've we've kind of been um conditioned i suppose into being more concerned with not ruffling feathers and more concerned with other people's feelings around things and, and um, you know, adjusting our words and our beliefs so that we don't piss people off and get canceled. And, you know, and that's been the, the escalation of cancel culture in the last three years has been um, alarming at best. <laughs> um, but, 
so so we've learned to and society has kind of developed into this homogenized thinking like everyone's doing the same and if you're not doing the same then you're the crazy person and you're the one that's the conspiracy theorist and you know and then the way that this ideology and this dogma has rolled into itself is that like oh you must be a trump supporter and oh you must be a you know a, a maga racist <laughs> You know, I mean, like this, that's dogma speaking. That is not uh, inherent wisdom. You know, that's, that's just parroting things that you're hearing, you know, and, and even the word, I'm going to use it a couple of times. And I know that it, because it's this, I don't know how else to, besides dogma, <laughs> I don't know how else to explain these, these narratives that are out there. And, and when you add mainstream narrative <laughs> to it, then all of a sudden people are like, I don't watch the news. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I get that you don't watch the news anymore, but we all are tied to these, right? Like we all have a phone in our pocket. We all talk or, or listen to something. We all have a news feed of some sort, whether it's the Apple feed, um, whether you're getting it from some trusted Facebook resource or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Like we're all receiving some sort of what's going on in the world input. And it, and it could come from the community I moved from. It, it comes from, it literally came from the five minutes of NPR at the, at the top of the day at noon. <laughs> you know, because when it got down to democracy now in the afternoon, you usually switch to a different channel, a different station. Or you just turn it off or you had to go to work. <laughs> like, it's coming from somewhere. Your, your local paper, um, the, the chit-chat with your friends. Like, we are getting this narrative, this dogma coming from somewhere. And, and what has happened is that the dogma has come in on such a slow drip that we haven't seen it coming and so now that it's like here and there's massive divide over some of these issues, we feel threatened by the other side because it's become this big black or white thing, red blue thing, right? Politics are a, a, an enormous part of this, an enormous part of it. And I hate politics just like you do. And I am not trying to turn this into a political discussion, but it is tied up into it. Even, even your most non-political friend is going to have an opinion about politics. And, and that was set up by design. We, we have been divided by design, with intention. <laughs> and, and these are some hard truths that, that I, it really, really disturbs me and it saddens me how many people are unwilling to accept that we've been duped. And here I go. <laughs> and here I go. Um, told you, I'm feeling a little fiery. <laughs> and we've stopped using our own discernment to think through some of these challenges and and honestly, like this is clearly coming, just like the motherhood conversation. Like this is this is clearly coming from a personal space, um, and 
I am speaking to my friends. I'm speaking to the people that I know and that I've experienced life with. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and if you think it's you, then it probably is. And, and let me tell you that you're not alone. It's not one person. It's not, it's not just one group of people. Um, if you know me, you know I have thousands and thousands of friends all over the country, all over the world. I always have room for more friends. <laughs> and it's not all of my friends. I know I have some people that are like shaking their head, nodding their head, saying, yeah, shout it rather. <laughs> tell us, please clear the air like this is a fucking elephant in the room and it's in every single room of every single relationship friendship conversation engagement with other humans and we gotta start airing it out <laughs> I love that the analogy um it was a Lori Ladd analogy I don't know if she got it from somewhere if this was just her analogy so I've referenced Lori Ladd before and I will reference her a whole, whole lot. Um, she is an amazing human who has agreed to share her heart and her experience very authentically. And there is so much, so much wisdom um, coming through her right now. And it, it, it God, it's powerful. Um, and I've been, I've been listening to her. She is one person that I did discover right at the beginning um, of 2020 and I, I, she has brought a spirituality to my life that I don't think I would have encountered in any other way. So I will reference Lori quite a bit, but she had, um, and we'll, we'll talk with her. Who knows? Maybe we'll get her on the podcast. I would love to have Lori on the podcast. <laughs> Let's come have a conversation. Oof. Oh my God. Wow. That just brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> anyway, if you've never listened to Lori, <laughs> go find some Lori. She had this analogy a while back of being in um, like a huge stadium, uh, you know, like a big football stadium or coliseum type enormous stadium. And um, let's see if I can say it eloquently. So all the lights are out. It's like a dark stadium. For some reason in my head, I'm thinking like Rome <laughs> in the middle of the night. Um, and there are, but also you could go in like a, you know, one of those stadiums where you can make it pitch black dark. And then you've got spotlights, right? And there are spotlights being shown on certain aspects of life. And there's experts in those aspects. And that's like where the theater is being held, right? And we're all witnessing only what we can see. And so we've been witnessing what we can see, which is like the stage and it's the middle of the theater or whatever. And you can see all these moving parts and there's all these systems that help us, that help us be human and, and that, that support us and that they're all for the greater good. And there's all this, and if you're, and, and if you're a good person, then you're gonna participate in all these systems. And this is where you're gonna keep your focus is in these systems right here. And this is life. This is the game of life. You're gonna, you're gonna go to school and you're gonna get the job and you're gonna buy the car and then you're gonna meet the woman and then you're gonna have the babies or you're gonna get married and then you're gonna have the babies and you're gonna buy the house and you're gonna live happily ever after. And this is the this is the theater that you're gonna go participate in, right? And here it is and that's what we have all the lights on. Well, the fact of the matter is that like, we're in a huge fucking Coliseum and there are monsters and there's crazy shit happening everywhere. 
like think about locker rooms and like where they do the maintenance and where the trash trucks come in and like the, all the little nooks and crannies of the last auditorium that you were in, the dressing rooms and all this stuff. In all of those rooms, there is other shit happening. Some of it's great. Some of it's really cool. Some of it's awesome. Some of it we will never understand and never see in our entire lives. Some of it is fucking evil. <laughs> and, and, and there are a lot of people now in the Colosseum turning on their torches, turning on their flashlights, growing their light, because we all have light inside of us, growing their light so that they can help shine light on other things that need to be seen so that we can come out of the trance that, that this theater has had us in for generations and generations. It's nobody's specific fault. Like, who is they? You know what I mean? It's, I, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I, you can find answers to it. There's people that claim they know answers to it. There's lists of families who are the they's. Um, you can trace a lot of this stuff back to, you know, certain names. You can, you can follow the money. You can go down these rabbit holes. <laughs> this is a lovely little thing that I just wrote down to myself. You can do the research yourself and you can find all the details of fraud and all of the corruption and all of the horrible grotesque. I mean, oh gosh, it's, it is, it is terrible. And you can follow those trails, but ultimately you're going to find your days like wasted away and you're going to feel like your soul being like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say sucked dry, but it's going to feel, it's going to feel heavy to learn some of this stuff that's going on in the nooks and crannies of the Colosseum of life. And if you really want to live the life that you want to live, we have to eject ourselves from the hypnotic play, the, the movie, the matrix, if you will, like this old world that's full of control and manipulation. And it is, it is, it is orchestrating some really, really dark, evil control mechanisms behind behind closed doors, in those darknesses, in those looks and crannies, that there are people in the world with good, bright, shining hearts, shining light on that stuff. And, and can you imagine just being, like, let's pretend like they're all wild animals, all in all these nooks and crannies. They're your wild animal. You're, you're shining lights on wild animals, right? And so you finally, you, you find like some poor monkeys in the corner and they're screeching and making noises all of a sudden and you can hear it and you, you know, you're shining lights there and people are like, oh, monkeys, you know, they like monkeys. But then you, say you like find a pit of like vipers or something, you know, or um, some, some cheetahs and tigers and like the things that we're all really scared of, right? Like you don't want to be the one that's like, ah, get, look, 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 look. And then the rest of the world's like, stop it. Just turn your light the other way. Look, look over here, look over here. And you're like, but there's tigers. <laughs> Do you see these things that are like about to eat us? <laughs> you know, and everyone's like, stop. That's just negative energy. Just, just stop looking over there. Shine your light over here. And it's like, 
but there's still tigers right there. And if we could work together, we could, you know, figure out how to secure ourselves from them or let them out where they belong and they can, you know, not try and hunt us or whatever. You know, I mean, I'm making up this analogy on myself, but like, I mean, as I go, but um, this is what's happening. This is this like awakening, if you will. Um, and I, it, this is like what we all need to at least like see to a certain degree in order to stand up and say no. And enough is enough. And I'm of the personal belief that these systems are going to crumble no matter what. Um, like whether you believe it or not, <laughs> the systems are crumbling. Where I dropped off my kids, I just saw there was a, a news headline or something coming down on the TV that was on and it and it said something about um, MTV News is shutting down amidst Paramount production layoffs. So, wow, like MTV News, that's been around for about 30 years, maybe. I mean, it was like when I was a teenager, MTV News, MTV News. Um, and if Paramount Productions is in the midst of layoffs right now, like that's saying quite a bit about I mean, it says a lot about our economy. It says a lot about a lot of things, but it says a lot about Hollywood. And if you want to go down the Hollywood rabbit hole, that this is where the most of the manipulation and mind control has, has been in place. And there are so many people waking up to it that the industry itself you know, is, is taking a, a hit for it because nobody's watching movies anymore. And I know like, Oh, COVID ruined that, you know, but like, that's all by design too. <laughs> it all plays in because they, I mean, talk about a rabbit hole to go down, please. Hollywood and what is going on in the elite celebrity zone is a hundred percent mind control. Um, and, and I've considered, I've considered, I, I hope that we can do this, um, but I've considered bringing in, you know, kind of a co-host, people that are very determined to, to not believe in some of these things, to come in and we can kind of talk about them and, and go through some of the, some of the stuff that's out there and, and kind of work our way through it a little bit and see, um, see what we can discover. Um, from a standpoint of somebody who refuses to believe and doesn't want to believe. Um, but I kind of feel right now, like, um, with all these people shining their lights around in the Coliseum, um, we need, we need like hands to hold. Um, and energetically speaking, I think it's really important that we reach out our hands for each other and that also we that we receive that support um so here i am <laughs> oh i never even finished so so but ultimately you'll find yourself like really kind of crushed by that and and it can be super stressful and over and overwhelming you can let me just read what i said but ultimately you'll find your days wasted away and your mind overloaded and stressed with the reality of how fucked up the world became on our own lazy watch one option may be to drop in both feet firm 
and just believe it all. Like, like recognize what, whatever veil it is. I'll tell you what my first two veils were in a second after I finish this. But just you, 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 once one drops, then you can kind of like sink into this reality of like, oh my God, there's so much shit around. So that you can get back to being present with your own life. And, and you can start to detach from that world and create the one that you do want. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with like getting the degree and getting the job and buying the house and meeting the woman and having the babies and doing the thing. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And if that's truly what you want, like go for it, go do it. That's totally fine. But there's people out there that don't want to do that. And there's people out there that want to live very different lives. And we're so busy supporting these like groups of things that are keeping us divided that we're not going out and doing what we actually want to do, you know, because we're constantly in this battle of like trying to defend ourselves and others and, and speak for everybody else and be the right person and be the, you know, be on the right side of history and all this stuff. And it's like this manipulation that's happening over here, this, this darkness that we all need to see that is the stuff that's like needs to be seen so that we can go on and live our lives and 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 all these people won't need to be fought for and supported because we're all just minding our own goddamn business <laughs> i digress um so we can detach from that world that is crumbling so we have to like see it move through it and then start showing up in our reality start tenaciously being Stop resisting believing the conspiracies. Like, this is a choice that you have, is to, the resistance to all of these conspiracies, with the air quotes, yes. I mean, we, we do know, don't we, that that was a term that was made up after the JFK assassination. And it, it was made up by the CIA to keep, like, the ball rolling. And, and and so that we could, I mean, just like Rockefeller medicine was made up to use petroleum and make a shit ton of money and they turned homeopathy and natural remedies into quackery. Like, so the same thing happened with the term conspiracy theory. I personally like tinfoil hat better. <laughs> so stop resisting believing the conspiracies. They're true. They're true. Get over it and get on with it. You will not progress in life, enjoy it, or thrive until you do. And that's where we get to, we get to create it. It's not a have to, it's not a, like, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. This is what we this is what we came here to do. It's the most beautiful, miraculous like if you uh, if you allow your brain to go there and see what amazing opportunity this is. I mean, the world is literally at our fingertips right now and we are so caught up in all of this divide 
And and trust me, it's not going anywhere. The divide is, is we we have to step out of it. It's always going to be there. But we can step out of it. And I believe, as I said before, that I'm talking to my friends right now. I'm talking to all the amazing people that I know that went to the beautiful little liberal arts college in the middle of nowhere, Colorado. I believe that to be a vortex of, of amazing people. And I am speaking to you. I'm speaking to my friends that are the hippy dippies, the ones that know nature, that have been, you know, steadfast recyclers <laughs> and campers and low impact and and we've been the first ones on the organic food train and we are we are the first ones to not go exploitive in things right um we have so much in common and we are coming from such a place of common understanding to defend this planet, to love one another, and not let the establishment take us over. Well, I hate to break it to you, but they've succeeded. And they've succeeded in even taking over the anti-establishment sect. Because why else would I be sitting here talking to you? And it's not like I I figured it out before you. <laughs> it's not like that. It's like, here, take my hand. Come. Let me show you. It's safe over here. You know me. You know me. And you know that I would never do anything to harm or hurt you or any other being on this planet. You know that about me. And, 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 and we can do such amazing things in our own lives. We can live the most glorious lives that we could ever imagine if we make the choice to get out from under the, 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 the hypnosis of that center stage. And I believe the way to get away from the hypnosis of the center stage is to allow yourself to look at the places where people are shining the lights. And those people are who you have claimed are conspiracy theorists and tinfoil hat crazies. And um, I mean... It, it, pick your poison. Whatever it is that you hate the most, <laughs> think about it. Think about why you hate it. What do you really know? Do you just know a bunch of slur words against it? Do you just know a bunch of talking points? Catchphrases? Or do you actually know what they're trying to expose? I mean, do you want to be defending pedophiles? And corruption and 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 money laundering and I mean by not looking at what's going on and and not accepting and recognizing that there is some crazy shit going on right here I'm not saying you have to let it take over your world I'm not saying that you have to let it 
you know, but on the same hand, it probably will for like, I mean, I could, I, there has been days and I feel fortunate that I started the, the true um, rabbit, hole, rabbit hole diving, red pilling, if you will, um, as long ago as I did. Because it's becoming harder and harder and harder to, one, access that information, sadly. Um, but w with that, the, the divide happened three years ago very starkly. And with the, with the time, it's only gotten more and more divided. And so that's why I preface this all by saying, welcome. I'm probably going to ruffle your feathers today. <laughs> And it's okay if you can't listen to this whole thing. And it's okay if you totally disagree with me and think I've gone off the deep end. Um, I am not... The, the, the idea of, of the, the red pill also being a PSYOP has not been lost on me. Yes, I see that. But I see these as stages. Uh, there was a really cool meme out lately that was like a pyramid. It's like, you got the blue pill, everything's fine. The red pill, everything is not fine. The black pill, like, oh my God, we're fucking doomed. And then you get up to this recognition that like, we're all under control. And then there's the flip side of that. I have choice. We all have a choice. We all, I mean, it is probably not to overuse the pill, but the biggest, hardest pill for us to swallow is that we actually have choice. We've been programmed, manipulated, coerced into believing that we don't have a choice. We've allowed things to be in place that suggest and, and threaten us in our choice. But ultimately we are humans on this planet and, and we do have a choice. That's one of the few things that we all do have. Hey there, friends. I just wanted to pop in real quick uh, before the end of the show and say thank you. Thank you for listening to my thoughts and ramblings on how it is in the world. <laughs> I hope you feel the love I pour into this project. As a practitioner of the do less method, as well as an effort to hashtag fuck the shits, I've decided to forego traditional marketing and monetizing this project, podcast, and am instead relying on our connection, creating a ripple effect. If you thought of a loved one, a friend, a coworker, or fellow confused human, while you've been listening, please remember how easy it is to share little box with the arrow pointing up, copy the link and paste it in a text message. You can write something like, I thought of you when I listened to this, and press send. I'd also be remiss to not remind you that follows, likes, comments, and reviews all go a long way in the grand scheme of reaching more like-minded humans. So again, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be on this journey with you, and I am very grateful for your support. Let's get back to the episode. I'm so grateful for um, the, the, the nervous system healing that I've done over the last few years as well, in addition to the input of some of my, some of my favorite people. Um, yeah, it's time to get comfortable with thinking on our own. It's time to, to kind of like flex that, it, not even kind of, it's time to flex that muscle. 
the muscle of thinking on our own, of using our discernment, of asking ourselves, how does that feel? How does that resonate with me? Um, you know, and, 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 and act from your truth and your experience, not from what whatever this talking box or head or whatever is trying to tell me to think. And, and the more we flex that muscle, the more we're going to be able to see the amazing bright future that's on the other side, this new earth, if you will. <laughs> Again, all of the little kitschy tag words and, and like language is really, really powerful. And I'm no expert in it, um, but I do see how powerful it really is. And our minds are super, super powerful, but our mind is only a piece of the equation. Our bodies are here too in this vessel and, and we're, we're doing a lot to keep our bodies quiet and detached. I know I do. Um, we, we numb a lot, we have patterns, we have habits, we have ways that we um, detach from this reality and the pain and the suffering and, and the discomfort that lies in some of these negative emotions. If you're not watching, whenever I say stuff like that, I'm usually putting air quotes up. <laughs> um, yeah. We have so much intuitive wisdom and we've been detached and we've been programmed to believe that being detached from that wisdom is the norm. And having all these diagnoses is the norm. And having all these pains and suffering is the norm. And having to pay all this money to things that we don't understand is the norm. And having to put up with just weird ideas because that's the way it's always been is the norm. It's, it's, it's not. And since when did you want to be normal? <laughs> right? I don't think anyone really wants to be there's there is comfort in having a a a normal thing, you know, but I'm pretty positive that that most of us aspire to be unique and to and to shine as our own self. Um at least most of the people I know do. You know, you don't want to be normal. That's boring. But again, with the programming. So, um, I've, I've come clean, I suppose, or maybe I need to be a little bit more specific, but we've been lied to. We've been manipulated and programmed um, to believe certain things in life. And there's lists from all kinds of people. Um, I love I love Sarah Jenks hits the patriarchy really good. These beliefs that as women we've we've were designed to just accept um, these boxes that life expects us to check. Um, we've been lied to. For me, the biggest one was uh, and the one that was prior to 2020. Um, so 2010, I had my first diagnosis of um, an autoimmune disease. And I did the medication thing for a hot minute, not very long. I finally ended up in a conversation with the, with the pharmacist um, after some real wild stuff about how much this stuff was gonna cost. 
And she told me that um, this was an immune inhibitor. So I was blocking my immune system from creating the inflammation. Um, and at that point I was like, huh, well, I've always prided myself on a strong immune system and I don't really know how I feel about blocking my immune system in any way. Like, why is the inflammation even happening? And she kind of looked at me with like a, hmm, those are some great questions and I don't have answers for you. And it took me another couple months still and some big changes and I ended up just ditching the medication and going, um, going rogue for a little bit. But I did, see, I saw a naturopath and she did some muscle testing on me and put me on a, on a, a detox, a two week, um, fungal and bacterial detox, um, that was specific to, to my, my body's needs through muscle testing. And it was awesome and I felt great and all my symptoms disappeared, all the swelling went down and I was fine. And um, it was liberating, it was amazing and it lasted about three years. <laughs> it lasted about three years of um, ski bum mountain life and uh, I ended up in the hospital um, through, through pushing myself real, 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 real hard. A whole other story on its own. We're already getting close here. Um, but so it landed me in the hospital three years later. And so then between 2013 and 2016, I went on a um, <clears throat> holistic health coaching journey. I was coached at first and then I had kind of reached what the medical profession would call remission, perhaps. I think I just escaped my diagnosis. And um, I went through a whole lot of coaching myself, experimenting on myself. <clears throat> um, I, I did a one-year online health coaching program and started taking on clients and did workshops and um, was beginning to like blog and start to enter the online space um, with what it meant to be a, a healthy person. And, um, and, and so the big veils that dropped during that 2013 to 2016 time period were centered around the healthcare system and the medical system and also our food and agriculture in our country. Um, <clears throat> so many of you may have heard of the Food Babe um, and the Food Babe Army and the EWG, the Environmental Working Group, all of those organizations, the Food Babe started at about that time, 2013-14, um, and she was really uncovering a lot of the um, discrepancies between how food was made and served to us here in the U.S. versus how it's made in other countries. Same company, same box, same everything, um, same marketing, all of that, but the ingredients are different here in our country, and they are essentially poisoning us. And mind you, this is, this is prior to 2020 that I went down this rabbit hole, if you will. Um, this is happening to us. The food that we eat in this country is literally poisoning us. And back in those days, that was a really scary thing to, but honestly, it wasn't. I felt way more empowered and way more, um, yeah, empowered in that statement back in 2016. And I felt it was obvious. 
And there was a lot of, there was no slinging all your conspiracy theorists because you think that. It was like, yeah, wow, but man, you've made some really big changes on that account, and I don't think I'm ready to make those changes. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But especially as becoming a mother, too, we are poisoning ourselves. Our country is being poisoned. People are being poisoned unknowingly. And it's, it's, it's frustrating because it puts all of the burden of control on the consumer and, and, you know, on these moms and on these people that are trying to hold strict diets because they know that they're being poisoned out here. And then you have the, this, this mainstream way of life that says, eh, who cares, whatever, just eat it. Like, it's fine. You know, the FDA says it's fine, so it should be fine. The government says it's fine, it should be fine. So that leads into, I don't trust the government either. I don't trust these alphabet agencies. So again, remind you, this was prior to 2020. This is like 2013 until 2020. I had six or seven full years of really seeing this veil, this illusion that the healthcare system, the medical system, pharmaceutical system, um, and our agriculture system and the, the food system, which goes into lobbying and politics, right? The alphabet agencies that I don't trust any of them. So, so I had one foot out the door on some of these massive systems when 2020 happened. Okay. I was already following the likes of Zach Bush. Um, I was learning about the microbiome. I was learning about this massive, expansive life force that exists around us, and that and that we were we had we had societally as humans we had pitted ourselves in opposition to nature. When reality is is that we are a part of nature. We are in this ecosystem. We do not battle this ecosystem. We are not in contradiction to this ecosystem. This ecosystem exists for us and by us. We are part of it. We, and, and it would exist perfectly fine without us, right? No, no garden is not doing well. No, no, no plant is not doing well for lack of glyphosate. Glyphosate is a, is a derivative of Agent Orange that we used to spray on communities in, world, in, in the Vietnam War and probably even earlier, World War II. A caveat, I'm not good with statistics. Don't ever try and test me with statistics and details like that. Conceptually, do you hear what I'm saying? So, so when... 2020 rolls around and they start telling us about this thing that we need to be afraid of and, and it, it's the they that that I already don't trust and so I was much more eager inclined excited to follow some of these spotlights right put us back in the Coliseum and I was like yeah, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, show me what you're seeing over here. Show me what you're seeing over here. Oh my gosh, show me what you're seeing over here. Because none of this is making sense over here. I don't believe the play anymore. I want to know what's going on over here. 
And, and, and with those three years, this divide came, okay? So we, we'll talk about it, it'll be a completely different episode. We'll talk about the difference between germ theory, Rockefeller medicine, what our healthcare system is based on, what our medical system is based on, Rockefeller medicine. We will talk about germ theory versus, and, 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 and I don't mean versus like this, although that they do hit heads like that. And there is a part in history where the money won. And we'll, we'll talk about that. Hopefully I can bring on somebody to really explain it because again, I'm not one for details and I know that some people really like details and specifics and statistics on this kind of stuff. It all exists out there and that's what I wanna share with you is that it all exists out there. If you need people to follow, let me know, okay? And, and, and perhaps I'll compile a nice little list by, by the time you hear this. But if you can start, and, and, and honestly, it was kind of, it's more startling and more surprising in this, in this day and age that so many people aren't, you know, alert to the hypnosis that's happened um, because so many people were on that page back in 2016, 17, 18, whatever. When, there, I have so many friends that are huge stewards of the environment and want nothing more than to see their, their parks and their open spaces protected. I have huge proponents of growing things. I have friends that are amazing botanists and, and, and forest service managers and stuff. I mean, like I, biology majors that know how important soil health is and, and, and our biome and all these things. And, and still they go ahead with the, the gaslighting and the injections and the medical system overreach and everything that's happening in the world. Um, so we will talk about in a whole nother episode, germ theory versus, and I should stop saying the versus, the difference between germ theory and, and uh, terrain theory and, and what it, what potentially is the case based on science that's been covered up. Okay. Um, and we will probably talk about the media and the media corruption and how you think that you're not listening to a mainstream news source because it's not like Fox, CNN, or MSNBC, but the BBC, NPR, PBS, um, your local news station, your local newspaper, all of these things are still part of that massive storyline. Okay, um, so I don't care where your entry point is. If you feel like you've been duped by diagnosis and you're not really so sure about your medical intervention of whatever dis-ease you're dealing with in your life that you feel like you're too young to be dealing with, you are, you are. 30, 40 somethings should not be dealing with multiple medications and juggling different doctors and professionals and such. Um, the veils need to start dropping. So many of you were on board with the, those first two veils with me, um, seeing some corruption, seeing some things not make sense. Allow yourself to lean into that a little bit. Think it over with yourself, chat it over with your friends, with your loved ones. It's okay to question this stuff. It's okay to 
get distracted by and want to see what some of these spotlights are shining on. It does not make you a bad person to see it. It does not make you a bad person to question it. Most of us, practically every single person I know, I can't think of somebody <clears throat> who is not this. I can't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have this person in my life. They wouldn't exist in my life. Everybody in this world wants to come from love and be met with love. Nobody has, nobody specifically has ill intentions on humanity. Until you get higher up. <laughs> but then you start questioning if they're even real. There is so much, and honestly, it's fun. Please, take my hand. Because this, this sparks your imagination. This sparks your creativity. This sparks your wonder ideas and like magic starts happening in your head when you release the hypnosis that we have been under. We've all been under it and there is no need to blame anybody. You don't need to blame your parents. You don't need to blame your education. You don't need to blame the government. You don't need to blame anybody. It's just a matter of seeing that what we're in and accepting it some people are gonna accept it a lot faster without as many questions. Some people are gonna have a lot of questions and are gonna to need to dig in and, and, and succumb to the rabbit holes. It honestly doesn't matter, I've said this so many times, I've probably said it already here, it doesn't matter which rabbit hole you go down, you, you hit a fucking burrow. And there's like babies being made all the time. And that was not supposed to be a pun, but it kind of was, sadly enough. Um, we need to see this stuff. Collectively, as humans, we need to see this stuff. And I'm growing tired of hanging on to this massive spotlight that I'm holding. And I think the only way for my spotlight to get louder is, or brighter, is for me to get louder and start speaking this. So if you've made it this far, thank you for being here. Um, reach out and, and let me know how I can support you in this situation. Um, what else we can talk about. Um, if there's somebody you'd like to hear more about or if there's a topic you'd like to hear more about specifically. Um, I, I did kind of touch in on the healthcare system, the medical system, um, government, our agriculture system. Um, you can go into, we touched a little bit on Hollywood. Um, the, the toxic nature, the, the, the way that we are literally spraying heavy metals into our environment and, 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 and depleting our soil of resources, this is, this is menacing. This is way, way more important to humankind than all the distractions. This, LGBTQIA alphabet soup situation going on, the BLM situation going on, um, the political situations going on, the gun situations going on. All of that stuff is noise and it's being orchestrated on a stage and it's kept our attention and it's keeping us 
attentive and divided. And, and we can't create the world that we want to live in. We cannot create this life that we deserve to live in. And then we have every opportunity to create for ourselves. We can't do it when we're hit we're hypnotized by that. It, it doesn't, we can't. It's going to be a facade. It's not going to be reality. It's going to be part of that. And, and, and there will be ways to stay part of that. And, and I'm not detached. I don't think any human I know is actually detached from this. You know, and there's a lot of guilt and shame around being detached. And that's another thing that needs to go. And we need to like dismantle is this, we're still here to live our lives. We're still here to have fun with friends and be with friends. It's okay. It's okay to do all that stuff. So, um, I think it's time. Thank you for hearing my fieriness. And, um, I hope you still feel that, um, I'm here for you and that I love you and I am proud of us as humans on this planet right now doing this because this is really, really, really hard shit. <laughs> it's not fun. It's the muck. It's the mire. It's the death. It is the destruction. It is the collapse of everything we've ever known. It's the reality that we have been lied to for generations and generations. It's the reality that we have no one to blame and yet only ourselves to blame. And it's the reality that we can't depend on any of this stuff to give us what we actually want in life. We have to get quiet. We have to understand what it is and we have to come back to our roots and tap into our intuition, intuition, learn from our bodies and think for ourselves distill the wisdom that is out there and make it your own and use that from that space to create the new to tenaciously be you i don't know how it can be anything different more power to you friends i love you i appreciate you thank you for being here we'll see you next time <laughs>